0: yo 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 what's going on people today is monday september 12 2022 time is six time is five fifteen, eastern time y'all know what the episode of the bridge episode number 131 of the bridge get out with big ron brown big kush king kush is all the same here to bring you my humble opinion about things that's going on in our everyday lives things that we talk about uh mainly sports music politics current events on the local national and global levels things that we talk about every day um Got a lot to talk about. We got a lot of college. Uh, of course, college football is back in full action. The NFL is back in full action as week one started off yesterday. Um, got a lot to talk about as far as the um, killing spree that happened in Canada, the um, tragedies that has happened in Maryland and Brooklyn and here in Philadelphia. And of course, um, we're going to say our condolences to Bernard Shaw, CNN. And, of course, Queen Elizabeth, who passed last week at the age of 96. Um, But as always, the past two and a half years, we're going to start off with um, COVID and vaccine updates. Uh, As of right now, 95 95 million cases of COVID here in the United United States. Uh, 1.5 million people have died as a result of COVID here in the United States. 611 million doses of vaccines have been given. 224 million people have been fully vaccinated at a rate of 68.1%. I'll read those numbers again. 95 million cases of COVID here in the United States. 1.5 million deaths. People have died as a result of COVID. 611 million doses of vaccines have been given. 224 million people have been fully vaccinated at a rate of 68.1%. Sick, as I've always said, it. people please, if you have not gotten vaccinated, please go get vaccinated. If you are eligible for the booster shot, please go get the, go get the booster shot. Um, <clears throat> we're coming up into the fall months. It's basically, People are saying that um, I've been saying it for weeks and yeah, a couple of years now, but you might as well look at the, um, look at the uh, COVID shot and getting the um, flu shot. You need the flu shot at least once a year. You're going to have to get the COVID shot once a year. So people, please go Get the flu shot. I mean, go get the COVID vaccine. Go get the booster shot as soon as you are eligible to do so. Um, two subjects uh that were wanted in the killing spree, stabbing uh stabbing spree that happened in Canada. They have been uh they have been killed. Uh, they were detained and killed in uh, Canada. Uh it's just a, just a spree of violence, man, all over the country, all over the world. Um. I sound a little deflated or a little defeated. Uh, it's just, just when you think about just different tragedies that happen, um, you have these two subjects that were killed. Just went on a stabbing spree and killing people in Canada, and then I saw where five people were found dead in a in a Elks, Maryland, Elks Park, Maryland home. Where it was two adults and three kids. Come to find out that the the husband killed the wife, killed the kids, and then killed himself. The uh, kids were ages 8, 11, and 14. It's just, just, just tragic, man. My my thoughts and prayers definitely go out to that family, the remaining relatives of that family, because that's just something that that's a, that's a worst nightmare. You don't, you don't want that. To, you wouldn't wish down your worst enemy. Um, also, saw here in Philadelphia, a friend of my wife's husband uh, was gunned down last night. Uh, good dude, father, father of seven children was gunned down right in front of his house. He worked for uh, local transit company here. I believe him and his wife both did. My, um, his wife was a friend of my wife. Uh, used to come over and do my wife's hair, and find out that he was shot about know, ten to fifteen times. And it's just the violence, man. is just going on in this city, all over the country, all over the world, man. It's just my thoughts and prayers go out there. To him and his her family, um, the body of the jogger down in Memphis. I believe her name was Ella. She the that the, 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 was identified as a missing teacher. Subject was arrested. I believe he was um, arrested in the rain and went before the judge. And then you had a 19-year-old black male who was just going around shooting and killing people in Memphis. Just 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 randomly shooting and killing whoever was in his way. It's just and then I saw in Brooklyn where this mother, she and Coney Island. She looked like she drowned her kids at Coney Island. And it's just you have a situation here in Philadelphia where a seventeen year old girl was shot and killed just walking her dog. You have a play, you have a rec center employee. She was shot and killed being at a rec center. It's just normal. Normal everyday things that people do—just getting off work, being at a rec center, walking your dog—it's just. Just if you know a word of prayer, I have a strong relationship with God. I have to pray every single day. This is not just isolated incidents. This is happening all over the country, all over the world. It's just a just a wave of violence, just just taking people out and killing them. So, and just people just randomly doing it. Um, I have to say prayed up. I have to. I have to pray to God every single day just to get me through the day. For his protective, be a protective thing all around me, not just me, my wife, our kids, our family, our friends, our house, our community, because you just never know. You just never know what's on somebody's mind or what's going to push them over the edge to do something like that. Um, to everyone that died and everyone that was tragically murdered and left this world. In that way, my thoughts and prayers sincerely, sincerely go out to you all because no one should have to go through a situation like that. No one should have to bury a family member in that way. No one. So for everyone that's losing someone because of violence and these murders and these tragedies, you have my deepest sympathy and compassion because it's happening here in Philadelphia, it's happened in New York, it's happened in Memphis, Tennessee, you name it. Any city, any small town, doesn't matter. All over the world, this just violence is happening all the time, all the time. So, anyway, um, skin to some other news real quick. The Chicago mayor she basically called out the Texas governor because, as we all know, the immigrants situation in these other places. Um, they're basically just sending these people off. They're busing them and sending them to other cities like Chicago, Detroit, I believe Cleveland, and other places. Um, they basically, uh, the deaths at the border is about 748 people have died along the southern border, and it could be more than that. But the Chicago mayor called out the Texas governor, basically said he's a man without morals because instead of dealing with the situation and handling it, they just packed it up and shipped it off somewhere else. And <laughs> these people are running through. There's a there's a reason these people are trying to cross the border. It's because they're they're trying they're trying to get away from the chaos and the and the craziness down there where they come from, and they want a better life. Now I can see if, they, if you have people who are criminals who are who have done all kinds types of criminal activity, I get it. Ship them back. Don't let them in. But for the people who are just genuinely honest. Good people who are just looking for a better life. I thought this was America. I thought this was we should try to help them as best we can, not just ship them off to another city without with, with no warning, just just put them on a the bus and just ship them off. No, no type of communication. Just, just, just ship them off. That that's insane to me because so you're just you're just giving you just putting these people on buses. And they don't know where they're going. They have no idea what they're going to or what they're about to get into. And You just ship them off because it's not my problem. That's not a solution. That's not fixing anything. You're just shifting the problem somewhere else. And I don't blame her for calling a man without morals because anybody with morals and decency and respect just for human beings, not for the fact because most people in positions like he's in don't see other people as human beings unless they look like him, act like him, and think like him. If they're from another country, if they speak another race, if they're not, just just go ahead and say it. If they're not white, they don't see them as human beings. They They see them as animals, criminals, thugs, savages. In one word, a problem. And this problem, I'm going to ship it off. I'm not going to deal with it. I don't know them. They don't look like me. And so I'm going to get rid of them. It's just a shame. It's just, yeah, I don't blame her for saying he's a man without more. It's because he is. Anyway, let's get into Let's get, um, go back to campus real quick. We had a lot of action in college football over the past week. Week two of the college football season was in full effect. Uh, top 25 scores. I got them for you right here. Uh, let's get into it real quick. Week two, uh, Saturday, September 10th, uh, Miami, University of Miami, um defeated Southern Miss thirty to seven. Old Miss defeated Central Arkansas fifty-nine to three. Alabama had no Alabama in a nail biter by the skin of their teeth defeated Texas twenty to nineteen. Ohio State defeated Arkansas State forty five to twelve. Arkansas defeated South Carolina forty four to thirty. Wake Forest defeated Vanderbilt forty five to twenty-five. North Carolina State defeated Charleston Southern fifty-five to three. Utah in a they just smashed southern Utah. 73-7. Uh, Marshall, in an upset, defeated Notre Dame 26-21 in Notre Dame. I'm sorry about that. Let me just get back into the scores real quick. All right, here we go. Clemson defeated Furman 35-12. to Appalachian State defeated Appalachian State, man. This is what they do. 15 years ago, they went into Michigan and defeated Michigan, and then here we are. They keep surprising people. They keep defeating people. They went to Texas A&M at College Station and defeated them 17 to 14. Congratulations to that program. And a good game that I remember seeing on Saturday, Tennessee defeated Pittsburgh in overtime, 34 to 20, 27. West Washington State defeated Wisconsin 17 to 14. Georgia had no problem. with Sanford defeated them 30, 33 to 0. Michigan State had no problem with Akron defeated them 52 to 0. In a, in a very good, entertaining game, Texas Tech defeated Houston in, five, in two overtimes, 33 to 30. Oklahoma defeated Kent State, 33 to three. Kentucky outlasted Florida, 26 to 16. USC defeated Stanford, 41 to 28. Oklahoma State, uh, go back to that Stanford game. Evan Smith Jr. even though he play, he plays for Stanford and they lost, EJ looked pretty good. I think he had like two touchdowns, like father, like son. So uh, Oklahoma State. Defeated Arizona State 34 to 17. Michigan had absolutely no problem with Hawaii, 56 to 10, defeating them. And BYU in two overtimes defeated Baylor 26 to 20. All right, let's get into some Monday morning quarterback week one of the NFL. Act, week one of the NFL started this past um, Thursday, September the 8th. The defending uh, reigning Super Bowl champions uh, were defeated by the Buffalo Bills 31 to 10. And listen. The Buffalo Bills are for real. They proved it. They showed it. Uh they have a defense. They sacked Matthew Stafford. They were they harassed him. They battered him. They bruised him. And listen, the Buffalo Bills are for real. The Rams have a lot of cleaning and have a lot of work to do. But um yeah, the Buffalo Bills could be represent they could be representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. Um <laughs> last night my Dallas Cowboys, when it rains it pours, man. We were defeated nineteen to three by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. My defense led by Michael Parsons. He had two sacks. They looked good. Offense sputtered. We didn't do anything worth talking about. And to add injury to insult because that's literally what it was. Dak Prescott injured his thumb, fractured his thumb. It was a clean break, according to the doctors, and what Jerry Jones told the media. And I believe he had surgery today, and he will be out six to eight weeks. Uh, listen. I, when you're starting quarterback, because the last three years, of course, we all know the injury that Dak had, uh, the severe ankle injury that he had, um, catastrophic injury. He was coming back from that last year. Then he had, then last year he came back from that, was playing pretty good. Then he injured his calf, and now he's injured his thumb. And now it's like breaking down. Is he becoming brittle? Is, be, is, he, is he becoming unreliable as far as injuries go? And now it's like, okay, you have to look forward to your futures. Like you have to have some type of insurance going forward. Because it's the same way with Tyron Smith, when he got hurt, he 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 hasn't played a full season since 2014 and 2015. So they drafted Tyler Smith because they said you're going to be the left tackle of our future. Because Tyron Smith, we all know, was a matter of time, and he got hurt before the week before the season even started. So I have no expectations now as a Dallas Cowboys fan. I've been a Cowboys fan since I was eight years old. 1991. That's 31 years. Do the math on it. Um, when you're when you're starting, teams get hurt. You don't have any expectations. I don't have any expectations whatsoever. None. I'm not counting on Cooper Rush to. Last year he came in and won a game for us in Minnesota. He went up there when Dak hurt his calf. He went to Minnesota. He won a game. You, if your backup quarterback comes in and wins you a couple of games, that's fine. you're having to depend depend on your backward quarterback to get you through six to eight games, which is pretty much half your season, no. He's a bonus. He's not your bottom line. Dak is your bottom line quarterback. Cooper Rush is a bonus. Bonuses are something that you don't count on, but if you get them, good. That's the icing on the cake. I'm not depending on Cooper Rush for half of my season. So I have low expectations. I'm going to watch. I'm going to wait to see what happens. But uh NFC East, NFC East, as a lot of people like to call it, up for grabs. So we'll see what happens. Let's get into the rest of these scores. Uh New Orleans Saints and they nailed by the defeat of the Atlanta Falcons twenty seven and twenty-six. Chicago Bears in a in a month in a monsoon in a typhoon in a, a thunderstorm. Uh defeated the San Francisco 49ers nineteen to ten. In an overtime thriller, the Steelers defeated the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20. Philadelphia Eagles in a shootout with the Detroit Lions uh, defeated the Lions 38-35. I will say this: AJ Brown looked good. He he earned the bag. He earned that money that he is getting from Philadelphia Eagles. Shout out to DeAndre Swift. He's a member of uh, Enon Tabernacle Baptist Church, where where I'm also a member here in Philadelphia. He was was an Enon Eagle. So you watched him grow up from a kid to college and when he played at Georgia, and now he's playing with the Detroit Lions. He did his thing yesterday. He's been Detroit. It's not going to be an easy out. I'm here to tell you right now. You better have your mind right when you play the Detroit Lions because they kept, they kept coming. They kept coming. They kept fighting. This could be a different team. This could be a different Detroit team. Detroit Lions are not going to be an easy out. I said it right here. Uh, Miami Dolphins defeated the New England Patriots 20-7. to uh, Baltimore Ravens defeated New, New York Jets 24 to nine. Washington Commanders defeated Jacksonville Jaguars 28 to 22. Cleveland Browns defeated the uh, Carolina Panthers 26 to 24. In a tie yesterday, the Colts and the Texans ended in a 20 to 20 tie in overtime. Uh, now, by yesterday, the yesterday, New York Giants defeated the Tennessee Titans 21 to 20. Uh, Minnesota Vikings defeated the Green Bay Packers twenty three to seven. And the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Arizona Cardinals forty four to twenty one. I'm just gonna speak on this real quick because a lot of people had it twisted saying that uh Patrick Mahomes was gonna suffer because Tyreek Hill, aka the Cheetah, was no longer there and he I left for Greener passes. And when I say Greener I mean my money into the Miami Dolphins. A lot of people thought that this production that hey that what he was gonna do is fall off. All Patrick Mahomes did was for over 300 yards and five touchdowns. Did not miss a beat. That's what he does. He's like that. He's that dude. So for everybody that was questioning Patrick Mahomes going, nah, not me. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers defeated the Las Vegas Raiders 24-19. to Khalil Mack, the Mack daddy, the Mack attack is back. Khalil Mack had like six tackles, three sacks on one sack that I saw. E. He sacked the, the tackle and the quarterback at the same time. He took both of them down at the same time. So there's no question about it. He is back. And, of course, the Monday Night Football, the Monday Night Football debut, um, first game of the Monday Night Football season, saw Denver Broncos take on the Seattle Seahawks. Russell Wilson returns back to Seattle as a member of the Denver Broncos. Definitely looking forward to that. I believe the Broncos should be heavily favored. Although Seattle's going to come out with a lot of emotion. They're going to have the crowd behind them. I do believe Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos should take that very, very easily. Other sports-related news I want to talk about real quick. Francis Tiafo. Francis Tiafo, Young man, about 24, 25 years old. He beat Rafael Nadal last week in the U.S. Open. I believe he lost in the finals, but he's an up-and-coming tennis player. Uh, I don't know that name. Learn that name because for him to come in, and I believe this was his first time advancing this far in the U.S. Open, and for him to defeat a legend like Rafael Nadal, because so Rafael Nadal is synonymous with tennis, great tennis player. So Francis Tiappa, I believe, he's a, young black, he's a young black man, about 24 years old from Maryland. Keep that name, remember that name, because he's definitely going to be in more tournament, tournaments like the Australian Open, U.S. Open, Wimbledon, the big tournaments here in the country. Learn the name, remember the name. Uh, Franco Harris, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, is going to retire his number 32 jersey. Franco Harris, of course, we all know about the reception, that, uh, the Immaculate Reception, when they defeated the Raiders back in the day in the 70s, and I believe it was at the divisional round of the playoffs. Uh, for those of you who are young and don't know what I'm talking about, Google it. You should know because Franco Harris is in the Hall of Fame. He's a, I believe he's a four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers, so congratulations to him on having his number 32 retired. Uh, Lamar Jackson supposed to get this new deal, supposed to secure the bag. He did not fail to sign um, a long-term deal before week one, so he's going to play out his last year option, making about $22, dollars billion this year. I believe someone said that they had a deal on the table for five years, 230000000 million-something dollars, but the guaranteed money was less than, um, I believe the guaranteed money was not as high as Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes. Um but Lamar Jackson, has to understand, Lamar Jackson is legit. Lamar Jackson is that dude. But um, the guys that have more guaranteed money, than you also have one thing that you don't have, and that's a Super Bowl ring. man. You don't want to take that chance of not playing for guaranteed money. You play the quarterback position, which we all know is the most important position in all of sports. You touch the ball every single time. And the way you play quarterback, you play quarterback at a – um a very aggressive and sometimes reckless style with your running ability. It's a great ability. It's a very awesome ability to watch. But it's also one that has landed him on the injured list last year and caused him to miss like six or seven games. And we all know in this league, NFL is the most dangerous league on the planet. Football is a dangerous sport. And we all know that one hit, you can be done forever. And if there's guaranteed money, generational money, I'm talking about money that you have never had before, and six, seven generations of your family will be taken care of after you're gone because of that money, don't take that chance because you want to be greedy. You don't don't take that chance because he played yesterday, he looked good, but the thought of being one hit away, and you don't have that guaranteed money in the bank. That's scary. That's something you shouldn't play with. He's being his own agent, so he doesn't have anybody to listen to. He's going off his own, and he's going off his own, his own gut feeling. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. So, in my opinion, he shouldn't play with that. But let's see what happens. Darn Walker agreed to a three-year, fifty-one million dollar deal extension with the Raiders, making him one of the highest-paid tight ends in the NFL. Much deserved, much earned. Even though the Raiders lost yesterday. Uh, he will definitely be a key component when you have him, Infro and uh, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, man, just, he had missed a beat. Doesn't matter who he's with, Green Bay, Vegas. I mean, it does help that him and Derek Carr playing together at Fresno State. But Devontae Adams didn't miss a beat. And when you have Derrick, uh, Darren Waller, who just got to secure the bag, just got paid, he's going to go out there and show you why he just secured that bag. So, um, other contract news, Dabo Sweeney, head coach of the Clemson Tigers. He agreed to a ten year hundred and fifteen million dollar extension with the Clemson Tigers to be the head coach pretty much through the twenty thirty season. Um has been one, he's pretty much turned that program around since he became the head coach. Clemson had always been, had always had good teams, they always had uh, contending teams, but they never could get over the hump to be national champion contending teams. As since he got there, they won the pretty much they won the A C C championship for the past eight, eight out of the last 10 years, uh, two national championships in 2016 and 2018. So uh, he has pretty much came in there and brought a winning tradition to Clemson. Uh, it's nice to see that you secured the bag, so don't don't stand in the way of other people securing the bag because you definitely want not stand You secured your bag, so don't get mad at these college players if they want to secure their bag. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I'm going to leave it alone. Um, the White House. One of the transition other news. The White House unveiled the new portraits of the Obamas. Um, uh, Barack and Michelle Obama. Uh, it's a tradition, long-standing tradition in the White House that when um, the president and his wife leave the White House, that the incoming president, the guy who's been elected, would invite them back to unveil their portraits that'll be hang- hung up on the wall um, inside the White House, of course. Donald Trump being the being the person that he is, uh, and their differences that he had with Obama, they then they didn't have that ceremony while Trump was in office. And you know what? I think it was better that it was President Biden that invited them and unveiled the porches, and he was the one that brought them in because 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 before President Biden became President Biden, he was Vice President Biden to President Barack Obama. So I think it was only right; it was only fitting that um, Biden be the president that invited um, Barack and Michelle back to the White House to have their portraits unveiled because it just seemed—it only seemed right. Trump would have been there if he would have did it, had the decency and respect to do it. Probably would have been awkward anyway. But uh, the fact that I like Michelle Obama, she said that a girl like her from the South Side of Chicago who nine times out of ten do not even make it to a position like that. And the fact that generations of people, long after we're gone, that's true diversity. They'll be able to look up on the wall and see someone that looks like, little black boys and little black girls will be able to go there for generations and see someone hanging up on the wall that looks like them and have hope and aspirations and inspirations to want to better themselves and maybe one day become be in a position to become president. You never know. That shows true diversity of this country. That's a true representation of what this country is. No longer a melting pot. Like my pastor always said, we're not a melting pot because when you're a melting pot, some things get burned away. We're like a salad. This country is like a salad. You have your lettuce, you have your tomatoes, you have your croutons, you have your, your olives, and other, your cheeses, your sauces, your, your dressings, whatever. No, you shake it up, you mix it up, and it's all blended in there. Look, just, just lovely. And so nothing gets burned away, nothing gets singed away. Everything's in there fine. True representation of what America truly supposed to be about, supposed to be. Um, my condolences, rest of peace to Bernard Shaw, CNN. His first, he was the first black anchor on CNN and pioneering black uh, broadcasting. Passed away last last week at the age of 82. Like I said, one he was the first black anchor on CNN. Um, like I said, changed generations of broadcasters here in this country, uh, making people wanting to aspire to be in the field. When you see someone, when you see someone that looks like you doing something that you may have never even aspire to do, never even was thinking about it. But the fact that you see someone that looks like you, that came from your situation, your struggle. And make it, and do and excel and do such a great job uh, at it. It inspires you, and it and it, and it and it just makes you proud. So I just want to say rest in peace to Mr. Bernard Shaw, Michael Douglas, get one to his family, and last but certainly not least, uh, Queen Elizabeth. She passed away last week at the age of ninety-six. She was on the throne for seventy years. Um, her fam, I believe her funeral is going to be next Monday, if I'm not mistaken, the 19th. Um, they showed her different ceremonies that um, she's. her coffin is being laid in the palace right now. Family members and everybody is there right now. The have come poured in from all over the world. Um, she has been a lady who presidents, kings, doesn't matter. Everybody who is anybody knows about Queen Elizabeth. So, um, Rest in peace to her. Definitely condolences. Go out to her family Um, at this time. You, you, uh, her brother, I mean, is it her brother or her son, King Charles, was um, voted in, um, sworn in as the king, signed paperwork and everything. He's now, I believe, the prime minister to um, Australia, if I'm not mistaken, also. So 70 years on the throne. 70 years, that's a long time. You, you've seen you've seen people you've met, the influence you've had, the impact that you've had in 70 years. Remarkable. So when you live to be 80 plus, 96 years old, that's a long, good, healthy life. So we all come from different races, backgrounds, cultures, places, and statuses, but we are more alike than we are different. When we can see each other as human, find common ground and interest, begin to pick each other's brain and dig into the core of each other respectfully and peacefully. Only then can we begin to heal each other and truly bridge the gap between all of us. Another episode of The Bridge. I'm with Big Ron Brown. I will be posting this to Anchor Podcast. Also, I will be posting this to my Twitter page, also to my Facebook page. Um, Once again, people, please be vigilant. Know where you are. Know who you're around. Stay safe. The area, I understand, you are going to be just doing normal activities, but just, just watch yourself. Watch your family. Pray for each other. Look out for each other. Um, Until next week, I will get at you guys then. Stay safe and have a good one. Peace.